Welcome back to Folks and Fables, an actual play D&D podcast. As Estrella puts it, it's fake! It's all fake! But that doesn't mean that episode 4 is not a great way to waste your time. In this episode, JJ attempts to be smart with his rod, Estrella makes a good good goblin friend, and Piron makes a long-term plan that we totally won't forget about in the future. Last we left off, you all arrived at the abandoned mining work camp that you know that you've been informed by both Will and Bertrand has been taken over by goblins. Surprisingly, however, the camp is empty. As you begin to explore the camp, things begin to become more suspicious and spooky as you discover that on initial appearance, while it it looks as if no one has ever been there, that it seems as though magic is cloaking something that has, something that is terrible has befallen the members of this camp. As Astrea was exploring one of the cabins, she accidentally activated something that has now popped open the main door to the main lodge. Once inside, um, Piron and JJ look in to see a regular decorated room with a smear of blood starting from the middle of the floor going behind the main desk of the room. And that's where we've left off. Alright, so... Uh, I guess one of us should probably check out that, uh, blood stain uh, remember, over yeah, there. The last thing I yelled was, it's fake. So I'm just start. It's fake. It's fake. Everything's fake. I'm, uh, I'm what do you building. mean it is, uh, fake? Uh, it's not real. The, the, uh, it looks pretty, uh, but it's guys, not pretty. Guys, you are aware that, that Astray is in an entirely different building than the two of you. Are yeah, we just screaming I'm, across the camp? Well, I ran outside the building yelling, it's fake. Okay. Okay, so safe to assume we we run over to Estrella and we're like, what are you talking about? It's all not real. It's magic. But I was like, this seems too fake. This seemed, I, I went in the building and I was like, it seems too nice. Nothing makes sense. And then for a second when I thought that, it all went away. And so something has to be fake. Okay. Well, the um, the Red Lodge opened, so that's probably the place to check for the fake stuff. Ah, uh, okay. Because um, that's go. the weird, sketchy lodge. So I, I would make our way. I I think we should do. We should check that out. It just okay. open. Let's check that. So you guys are entering the lodge. Yeah. Yeah. Who who here is smart? As that would be me. I am a himbo. So. What do you need? One of us should look around. I'm um, not smart. Yeah, you know I'm, what? I'm I will wise. do... Yeah, if someone could do a perception check, and maybe I could do some sort of arcana check. Maybe that might be the, the way to go. All right. I so, can do is that okay with our DM? Yeah, that works for me. Totally. Um, okay. Who's going to roll that arcana check for me? I will roll the arcana check for you. The Don't only you gotcha? person with a brain cell. Yeah. I have a little bit of hey, a brain cell. You have like seven brain cells. Well, Sorry. the brain cell did not do well today. Because that's a nine. So as you go to examine this building, it's really interesting actually. You can definitely tell that there's magic here. But Estrella just told you that everything was fake. And while you can't tell the magic on this building, it definitely doesn't feel like illusion magic to you. Can I uh can I check out the like the path of the blood stain behind the desk of course you can what, I was just so would i roll or do i uh, roll? do you want to just fall, do you want to roll investigation or like i don't know you tell me what, you know what, what yeah, I think maybe if, if you investigation want to just follow the if you want to just follow the blood stain I'll can i help is there a help roll in D &D yeah D &D can so I... how help how help works in D and D is going to be like this: If you have proficiency in something, no. you can either assist somebody else in an action that you have proficiency in, or they can roll double the dice. I can't. Like you do can each roll once, or you can give them advantage. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't have investigation, I but I should probably investigate because I have a three I'm, in that. I'm himbo. I am himbo. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll so I'll, I'll do the blood? investigation. Okay. I, I guess uh, I'll believe actually, it's I'm fake. not really a himbo either because he's not charismatic. Not so oh, I am just you. You are just buff boy. 
You're just kind of hot, but dumb. Anyway, yeah. investigation. That's a twelve. It's a little better. Um. So as a you're actually better. looking at this bloodstain and seeing as it goes by, one of the things you're actually taking really interesting note of is that this seems like fairly fresh. It, like it's not really dried or sticky. Like it seems like this is this blood has appeared very recently. Can I investigate the desk? Because I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go up sure. to the desk and just like fiddle around with it. Like open so, up all drawers. And as then... you go to the desk, yeah, you hear whimpering underneath the desk. I look under it. I say, are you okay? So, as you look underneath the desk, there is a small goblin sitting with uh, a piece of wood jutting out of his ribs. A little bit of dried blood spewing down his mouth a little, and tears fill his eyes and goes, No hurt, Grook! Don't, don't, don't worry, Grook. We're not here to hurt you. Uh, he actually turns away from you. And, like, goes into the fetal position and goes, Grook, no hurt. Hurt, no Grook. We, we, okay, Grook, we, we won't hurt you. N- no worries, Grook. Uh, I can't heal him, though. Like, I can, but I'm not going oh. to lie there. Okay. okay, I was going to... Could I help him out with, a, with, like, a medicine check? Some sort of, Of like... course you can. You're yeah, like, that hey, totally works hey, for me. Hey, hey, Grook. I'm, I'm Pierre. Uh, let me try and help you out with that, uh, that little injury over there. And then I I try to to medicine him. Okay. Can I? All right. Let's see that roll, baby. Twenty one. Doctor Benji in the house. Oh wait, that so is kind of a act- thing. You just can't do it yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as you uh, uh actually you pull him out, you calm him down, and you actually what you do is you manage to apply pressure around the wound while being able to remove the splintered piece of wood out from his ribs and then immediately wrap the chest with some bandages that you happen to have in a tourniquet on you and then tighten it so that it, it will stop the blood from flowing out, but it's not so tight that it's going to constrict the body. And he looks and goes, Grook, thank. You're very welcome. Who, who? Uh, like I said, who you? I'm Pierre. Uh, and these are my friends, Estrella and JJ. Bonjour. Me, Grook. Hello. What happened to you? Uh, me live. Me hide. Yeah, yeah. How, how you live? How are you still alive? Hide Big from question. what? Big shadow. Come from sky. Everyone gone. That seems bad. Grook, hide. You hide. Where Where did this shadow go? Grook. No, no, Grook, hide. Can I look around for any odd-looking shadows? Can I do an investigation check here? Sure, go ahead. I mean, I don't think it's going to do anything, but, like, I'll do it anyway. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, like, looking behind things that wouldn't have shadows, or, like, looking for things that shouldn't have shadows, or, like, shadows that seem missed. Okay, misplaced. let's see that. Uh... Okay, so with that, you, you're looking around. It doesn't look as though there's any distortment of shadows or light. It doesn't seem like anything's watching you around. Um, you do notice, however, though, that the stairs going upstairs have actually collapsed inward, mm-hmm. um, which is odd because the rest of the building seems totally intact. Other than the blood smear, everything seems to be normal. Grook, are you okay? Like, or not, are you okay? Where did your friends go? Grook, no, no. Everyone gone. Where were they before they're gone? In homes. We, we sleep and, and hunt. Uh, and then everyone gone. I pull. I, I pull JJ's finger again. Does this look familiar? And show the ring. Uh, what Grook want with shiny circle? Uh, never mind then. Okay, <laughs> nothing then. Can I fiddle with the desk? I still didn't fiddle with the yeah, desk. Go I'm gonna fiddle with the desk. Yeah, I assume Grook is. You've pulled him out from underneath yeah. the desk at least. So I'm gonna fiddle with the desk. While this is going on, I think I'd like to like climb up over the collapsed stairs to see if I can get to like the upper level. Uh, I'm gonna tell you right now that's not gonna be possible. Like the ceiling and whatnot have also collapsed inward. Like, oh, like the whole it is basically a. Bl- is gone. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What, what would that be? Investigation again for me to look at this if this desk fiddle around. Yeah, go it? ahead. It's a little okay. Honestly, it seems like a normal desk. You pull open some drawers. You there's like a cabinet at the bottom. But nothing related to that blood streak that just goes to the desk. So I'm not sure if you figured it already. Safe but that to blood assume circle... that the blood is coming from Grook. Okay, I wasn't sure. At, I but was... as you go through the desk, actually, yeah, um, you do find some things. Oh, that's good. Oh, so there's actually a pouch full of coins, Sweet. a metal 
rod with a handle sticking out of the side and a small burned book. Okay, I'll hold the rod. I throw the money to JJ and I say, JJ, this seems important to you. You seem to want those things. Uh, and then I, the book is burned. Maybe burned is the wrong word. It's almost soaked through, but the color looks as if it's burned. Can I read it? Is it legible? Yeah, you can open up the book. Sure, I'll open the book. Okay. Uh, just, just real quick. Um, how much money was in the purse? Fifty silver pieces. Dope. Zam. That's um, five more balling up in here. Uh, JJ's huh? balling. I don't know. What I don't need money. Right. Money's not real. I've already stated that many times. It's fair. What's in the book? So, as you open up the book, you it reads property of manager willis and as you open the book the first thing it says journal entry one work has started and things to be, seem to be going well hopefully we can keep the raucousness in the evenings to a minimum these caverns seem to be large heard from some of the miners that we will have we still haven't explored a third of where the caves extend do you want to keep going sure journal entry 10 the workers seem to be more on edge since usual core brawl has went missing and it's causing a lot of tension among the workers. Hopefully if you find him soon and things will tie it over. Would you like to keep going? Yeah, of course. I'm going to keep going until it, until something wacky happens. Or Journal entry 18. Parties have been going missing in the mines. Not sure how to handle this. Sent for help from the garrison. Not sure when they'll arrive. Workers seem to be getting angrier and angrier. Journal entry 25. Uh, things are getting bleaker and bleaker. More people going missing okay. in the mines. Workers are starting to strike. Okay. I say we should probably go to the mines. That seems like what things we, are happening. Can we skip to the final the final entry? You can. Journal entry 51. We can't get out. We don't know what's happening. Everyone's gone. It seems like I'm the last. Not sure what's... And then it cuts off. Yeah, okay. We should go to the mines. Okay. Grook. Can we look at the entry right before the last entry does it give any context uh entry before the last entry basically sums up to their massive amounts of parties have been going missing and they've been getting really strange reports about people going crazy in the mines grook do you know anything about the mines no mine no cave grook grook stay okay perhaps it is best if we uh, leave him be and uh, continue on our way no, Grook, no mine. No, no, no cave. Yeah, you can say, we'll, we'll go check out the mine. No, and maybe... no cave. And he starts pointing at you guys and shaking his head. No cave, no. Well, well you're friends. We're going to go save them in the mine. Friends gone. No want new friend gone. Um, oh, that's sweet, Grook. That's... We are very tough. We will be fine. Definitely should do a little bit more investigating around the mines. If uh, people being disappeared in there, I don't want to run in blind. But that makes the best story. Let's go. Well, okay. we know that there's shadows. How long is he? It only makes a story if we come back. It is worth the risk. And JJ starts heading into the mine. Oh, wait, oh, no, I say well, JJ. Hold on. So just for your reference, you know that the only way into the mine is with the pulley system, and the pulley system is right now busted. Oh, yeah, so that's true. I Does anyone uh, know how to mend we things? We jump. Are any of you proficient in, like... I'm proficient in nature. What would this be? Uh, or like, what would like tinkering be under? Tinkers tools. Yeah, tinkering. Maybe, tools. Not even tinkers tools, but like, what would that fall under? Intelligence. Sleight of hand. That would normally. be an intelligence thing. Yeah. Okay. If any of you like, am himbo can't do things. Yeah, JJ. Okay, so JJ has studied at a university. Let's do this. He knows okay. how to put are, wood stick. You are aware gear. that the metal bar that was pulled out of the desk looks like a crank, right? Okay, so the metal bar looks like a crank. Perfect. All right, let's do this. What 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 kind of check do I need to make? Can I put? Can I can I use my I climb trees powers to help climb down a a hole? I mean, you can go to the hole and check it out if you yeah, want to. I have the crank been, still. I think give that to JJ. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, let's go check out the crank. Maybe I should investigate the shaft. I already did though. Duncan, we all I know you're did? investigating. Yeah, I did that last time. It's a good one, Joey. Well, I'm glad you um, grabbed onto that. Yeah, thank you. That was that, that was. Really I'm really good. glad anyway, that I caught that before um, you guys moved on. Yeah, I'll go back because yeah, I remember seriously. that there was one that had a broken pulley and one with nothing. I remember that from last time. Yeah, 
So I'll go to the one with the broken thing. Alternatively, okay. I don't know about y'all, uh, but I'm carrying yeah. a load of rope. So we could just... I, oh, yeah. Rope. I think we like... Wait, I, we started with, I don't have with, rope. I have... Yeah, I have like 60 feet a of rope. A dungeoneer pack or... I have an explorer's so, pack. So oh. I will say this. You know that when Estrella looked down into the hole... Yeah, it was very far. I dropped it. It was thing. so far and dark that like... Even with sixty feet of dark vision, it you couldn't see. The I'm one twenty, baby. Yes, still wouldn't be able to see the bottom. Okay, so sixty feet of rope ain't doing it. I go up and I say, "Okay, I found this rod. What is it? Anyone know? Anyone have any idea?" Bueller. It's the only. Hey, new hey piece Joey, of can we uh, level up so I can get Featherfall? <laughs> nope. No, that's cheating. I have this thing. Anyone know what it does? Uh, uh, perhaps I can figure it out. Uh, sure. I hand it to you. Yeah, that's a smart person right. logic thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, what would you like me to do, Joey? Well, you guys are still in the building. Wait, no. I said I went to the shaft. Oh, you went to the shaft. Sorry, I, I apologize. Said yeah, we, we all we all went to the shaft. Sorry, mm-hmm. I didn't realize you guys had left. Okay, so as you get to the shaft, actually, when you guys start to look around the mechanism, you notice there's actually what looks like almost like a keyhole, but it's rounded and looks like it's too big to be for any standard key. Um, as well, you can definitely see that while the rope is good, you wouldn't want to put too much weight on it. Ah, you're saying one at a time. No, one I'm not saying one at a time. Saying don't be heavy. Okay. Yep, that's right. I'm fat shaming. The everyone. the the round the me. round keyhole. Is it big enough for the rod that I have here in my hand? You want to try? Yes, I will put my rod in the hole. Yes, as you insert the rod into the hole, it fits perfectly, almost like a match made in heaven. Uh, you notice that you'd actually you actually think that you'd be able to. Because there's a latch, it looks like it automatically will roll itself down, but it looks like you're going to have to get someone else to roll you up. Hey, Grook. Hey, Grook, come over here. Grook? We're going in the hole now. Um, No hole! No, Grook! We're going to need you to pull us back up later. Grook? Pull? How, how, How Grook pull? Show him, JJ. Show, show him how, how the thing I like works. And I show him. you know how to use a pulley system? It's it's a crank. Exactly. I crank it and show him. Well, J- okay. JJ's the one who has the hands on it. So it's like JJ shows him how to crank it. And now okay. Grook understands his job. Grook looks at you guys and nods and goes, Grook, and points to himself and then points to the pulley system and goes, Grook, and then nods his head again. Yes, I say, nodding my head. And then I tell Grook, you're going to pull up the pulley if you see the rope get tugged twice, and then twice again, and then twice a third time. And I'm, like, grabbing the rope and, like, pulling it in that pattern. Oh, my Grook God. Just that is complex, kinda, but okay. Yeah, he just kind of looks at you and well, goes, Well, maybe it's a monster f-ing ripping the thing out of the ground. I don't know. So... Piron, you explain that to him, and he looks at you, and then cocks his head highways, and then looks back at you and goes, Grook, and then nods his head. We're gonna hope that works. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Have fun trusting a random goblin you've never met before. I saved I his can... life, alright? Kindness is always repaid in Well, kindness. I mean, Astrea did, sort of. I did the medicine. No, I, did, I, did I the found patching. Grook and then went away. But Astrea discovered the way into the building. All right, whatever. Oh, it's, it's, it's great, pa- then more friendship. And discovered Grook. More friendship, more reason for him to not leave us in the hole. Okay, so I was. I say out loud, I say, I can ask the stars how this trip will be, but I'm already going to guess myself that the answer is not not good. I can't say bad, but it will be not good. So I don't think it's worth it. But if you think it's worth it, I can do it. Uh, oh, sorry. How long does that take? Ten minutes. I can wait ten minutes. But is it worth it? Not that. Not the question of should I do it because I can use it more than I could use it again. If we had a real question that isn't, is this going to be bad? Because I feel like the answer is just going to be. I feel like we'll we'll save that for a more specific moment. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, who wants to go first? 
that should definitely be me. I'm, okay. I'm getting in that. Uh, I, I can I can go first. Okay. If you want to go first, JJ. Oh, okay. All right, JJ. JJ, JJ, JJ take you first really? You step on. No, you guys are going at the same time. Oh, just, are you? So JJ steps on. It looks to be like a, almost like a 12, uh, 20 foot table almost of just wood planks that are held by four, uh, four ropes at each corners that hang above you. As JJ steps on, it creaks and shakes a little and then begins to stabilize. And you realize that at least for now, you should be fine. Okay. For now. That said, you, you just showed us the barrel of a gun and you'll fire that gun later. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Group, crank down. Group. And then he begins to crank down as the four or three of you begin to descend below. You've been descending for almost 20 minutes to a half an hour now, which is really auspicious considering the fact that you have no walls around you and it's really, really terrifying because occasionally it'll jerk and shake you guys a little. Um, by the way, I've cast Dancing Lights to give us some vision. Nice! That's actually really cool. We got a couple lights. Uh, I don't know why that was necessary, it's considering the, the you only, all have dark vision. It's the only spell I know. Well, like, dark vision isn't like you can just see in the dark, like, pitch black. Or at least you okay. can, but it's poor light, because it's still dim light. Yeah. And I okay, think, actually, enough. Dancing Lights only makes dim light. So it's not even that oh, I enough. can make good light, though, if you if we need well, I just need dim light, and then my dark vision will take over from there. But if y'all want, okay. I can put away the dancing lights. All right. I also don't have, like, spells to concentrate on, because that's the only thing I can cast. So, as you guys begin to descend, at about the half an hour mark, you start to see lights appear at the bottom. All of a sudden, the pulley comes to a crunch as you hit the bottom. Ahead of you, a chamber appears. A vast cavern of stone sprawls forward, two large torches illuminating the cavern ahead. Just beyond the torches, there is a massive gate that reaches from the floor to about 40 feet in the air and goes to each wall. And, congratulations, I'm changing your page. Sick. So sorry, give me that description again. Massive gate. There is a... 40-foot gate in front of you, and two torches that seem to be lighting the cavern. Interestingly, though, only one of them is lit. Wait, do you want me to light the other one? I can go do that. That seems like the first the first technique. I can make fire. It's really easy. So do you light the second torch? I, well, I say, do we want to light the second torch? Let's, uh, let's look around a little more. And I have um, one of the uh, dancing light orbs basically following everyone. Uh, there's only three okay. of us, so one of them is in the middle of the room. And they basically, it's 10 feet of dim light. 10 foot radius. Okay. So 20 feet So just for your reference, uh, I'm going to ping light. this quickly. You can't go beyond this for now. Okay. Can I do an investigation check with the fire in my hand? Yeah. Just so I have like brighter light. Okay. Um, yeah, go ahead. I know I have dark. What are you trying to like investigate with, with the fire? I'm just going to like, kind of, you know, like push, look for things on walls. I don't know. Okay, go ahead. I just kind of investigate the chamber. Yeah, like look around the walls, see if there's anything that sparks my interest. 18. With that, you notice around the wall, there doesn't seem to be anything interesting lining the walls or the floor. There is a couple of abandoned miners bags that seem to be, you know, towards more of the entrance. Um, Curiously, though, as you investigate the horn... There seem to be no ash marks on the unlit horn. No ash marks on the unlit horn. So there's one lit horn and one unlit horn, right? Yeah. Say, fire, anyone? Do you want me to like this? It seems like a thing maybe I can try. Bueller? Go ahead. Yeah, why not? I, I, have, I like take the fire that I'm holding kind of in my hand, right? Like it, it, And I just put it down. And see if the light happens. So you put the fire in the horn? So the fire catches, and it seems as though you've lit the horn. And you wait, and you wait, and you wait, and nothing seems to happen. That was a red herring. Um, is it brighter, the room? I mean, the hull is now brighter. Can I kind you of now... make a perception check, see what's going on around the room? Sure, go ahead. 
Also, remember, we have that, the, the, that passive perception. Oh, shit. Crit. Oh, yeah. 25, baby. Natural so, 20. the room seems still. And as you look around, just for a brief moment, you look in the corner near the gate, and you see two red eyes. And just as quickly as you blink, you blink again, and they're gone. That's spooky. So, sorry, there were two red eyes near the gate, or? At the yeah, gate. uh, like a, a sitting above the gate. I float one of my lights up there. Go ahead. Uh, I do that. So you float your lights up there, and there doesn't seem to be anything up there. Whatever was there is gone. Okay, I let everyone know I saw something sufficiently freaky uh, with the red eyes. I, I share that information. I'm sufficiently creeped out. Um, Does the gate move? Like, have we sorry, looked at this gate? Sorry, yeah. Can we, can I, like, push on the gate? Uh, go ahead. Do I roll? <laughs> what do I roll? What am I doing? You can roll a strength check. Strength? Athletics? Can I help? Is there help? Pure helping? strength. How does you absolutely work? can help. Yeet. You just, do you want me to roll and see what yeah, happens? Yeah, go ahead. Roll. Can eat the thing. Okay. I got uh, 15. Let's all help. Yeah. Well, we're all good at strength. So the three of you, so at first, Piron goes to push, and it doesn't seem to budge. And then Estrella joins, and they're pushing as hard as they can, and it still doesn't seem to budge. And finally, JJ joins, and you're pushing, and you just, you feel as though it's almost about to to open, and, and you, you just get the tiniest crack, and then it snaps back and remains shut. That's weird. Like, do we feel it, like, resist? And like push yeah. back. You okay. feel like it's on like a spring. Hmm. Oh, it's on a spring. I have an idea. Uh Go ahead. I walk over to what once was the unlit torch and I pull it. Okay. Um you can you make a perception check for me? Hell yeah, I can. 20 baby so you know you you hear a click and you notice that something's shifted on the gate push the gate again (laughs) uh you can go ahead try yeah 16 so once again you notice that something has shifted and you guys give it all your might you're pushing and it just it it's almost there but it just won't i'm gonna go pull the, uh, the other torch then and just like that, you hear a second click. Okay, now we can open the and door. And the door, something else releases, and it swings in towards you. Does it hit us? No. I mean, it doesn't hit you guys. It's a slow-moving door. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't just absolutely I didn't know if we, like, whack put you in, in the face. force into the door by trying to open it and, like, tighten the springs, and it goes No, I'm not, I'm not so mean that you've been applying pressure to a trap I've set. All right. Um... What uh, What is beyond the door? As the gates open, the room beyond is revealed. The remnants of what looks to be the miner's initial dig site are forward. Old mining equipment scattered the walls, makeshift shelves and carts filled with stone are scattered around the base. Finally, and what's most disconcerting, corpses are scattered around the room. All are old and rotted, except for two, odd, which are goblins sitting in the center of the room. At the end of the room, there looks to be a crumbled wall with a passage beyond. All right. Uh, you can't go I'm beyond for the here. Passage. Wait, hold on. Everyone hold on for a second. Can, can I use... I guess this is kind of stupid, but like... Because it, it's easy to, to, to whatever. But can I use snare to like set it up at the entrance to this room from the gate? It takes, uh, so it takes a minute. I yeeted it in. I didn't. It's sure. Really yeah. Totally. That absolutely. I I love that actually. Yeah. I'll do that then. Okay. So you spend a minute just trapping initially. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a it's an invisible trap. It's hard. Yeah. To see. And all of and you've set it up so you've now made sure that nobody will be able to follow you from behind at this point. Mm-hmm. Or if they do, you'll know about it. Yeah. Could I check out? The corpses see what like happened to them 
So you go up to the, do you want to roll investigation? Uh, do you want to roll medicine? Do you want to roll in nature? Do you want to roll survival? Uh, could I do medicine? Um, Like to kind of find cause of death? Yes. Autopsy time. Oh, I rolled a six. I did not do well. The only thing you can really distinguish is that there's slashes over each of these gnomes' chests. You mean goblins? Goblins, sorry. I apologize. Yes. So that's the only thing you can really tell. You don't really know how they've died other than the fact that there seem to be massive gashes on their chest. Can I get perception checks from all of you, please? Mm-hmm. Remember that I have a passive perception of 13. Well, pra- uh, okay. Here. Passive perception of 15, also, baby. Gonna... I am not smart, but I am wise. Oh, but I rolled an 11. Je suis dis Seven. Uh, okay. So you all notice that we there all is something... Notice? All of you notice as something appears in the room. Did it get my trap? No, unfortunately it didn't. But please, all of you, roll initiative. So as you're checking out the bodies, Piron, a massive, slithering, tentacled monster with four tentacles shooting out of its beak-like mouth appear as it screeches at you. And begins to go after you. Hold on. Sorry, Sorry. where did it come from? From behind the cabinetry over here, actually. JJ and I both crit on our initiatives. But I go first, because I'm fast. Nice. I am speed. I I go last. Okay, so, all right, Piron, what you do in this massive creature has now appeared. So, sorry, where is it? It's down this way. Oh, I see it. Okay, so I am sufficiently freaked out, and I think... Huron's like knee-jerk reaction when something like pops out and scares him is that he just punches it. You punch it. Okay. Roll to hit. I I probably had stab though. I'm holding this. He he go and poke it with the big with the big spear. 21. Does that hit? Ooh, wow. So I rolled a 21 to hit with my so, spear. So uh, you pull out your spear and you actually you do a quick twirl and manage to get it right underneath the gut. I don't and think it, he as does it, as like it, a fancy twirl. I think this was like a Oh crap! And then a oh, okay. stab. So then, yeah, you do an oh crap. You grab your spear and just kind of knee jerk reaction, get it right underneath the 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 neck as it reels back and screeches. And then uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to give it uh, a, a an unarmed strike. Okay, that also hits. Sick. So I think like I stab it as it's reeling back, and he kind of Piron uh, catches his composure. He does like a cool spinning kick across the beak. Yeah. So, for four damage. Uh, I love that. And it kind of reels back and looks at you pissed off. I mean, sort of looks at you. Doesn't really have eyes. Screams at me in rage. Yeah, another screech. Fantastic. Uh, and that's my turn. Okay. Uh, Jean, Jacques Gallo, your turn. JJ. JJ is going to cast uh, Dissonant Whispers. So I would like... For you to uh, roll a wisdom save. Okay. Uh, what's your DC? Uh, 13. Ah, it passes. So I believe it, it passes? takes half yep. damage, right? Unless it's one of those wonky I ones. I believe it... Um, on a successful save, the target takes half as much damage and doesn't have to move away. Okay. Tell me how much damage it takes. Three. 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 So it screeches and reels back. It starts to freak out and hear voices and then looks at you, Benj, seeing as you stabbed it and smacked it and goes to grab you. So let me ask you a question. Does a critical fail hit? Last I checked, no, it does not. So it goes to grab you with its tentacles and it actually misses and it reels back and then tries to snap you with its beak. Does a 13 hit? Uh, no. Ah, so it goes to snap you with its beak, and what you, I think what happens is you kind of, you take your hand and just kind of guide its head so that it misses just as it bites, and it reels back as it gets ready for another strike at you. Uh, Astrea, what do you want to do? Yeah, and I have this quick moment of, like, ew, icky, as, like, I get weird tentacle slime. Yeah, as it, like, you pull back your hand, it's like, a li- yeah, your hand's a little wet and gross now. Why are th- why do things always have to attack? Why can't they just be nice? 
and I pull out my quarter staff, and as my bonus action, I use Shillelagh. Just... So again, gotcha, gotcha. when I cast Shillelagh, what happens is that the vines that are on my on my arm kind of roll out and extend around the quarter staff. Okay. Um, and then the flower on my head kind of glows, and then the, all the vines glow and kind of it detaches. I can let go of it, but it it detaches, and then all these vines on it that are kind of glowy white. Um, and I cast Shillelagh, and then I, I attack it. With, with, okay. With let's that. see it. I will click the button for you 12 12 i'm guessing no that does not hit so you go to smack it with your uh attack and you manage to strike it but it actually manages to knock away the bl- brunt of your force with one of its tentacles as it then looks at you and begins to you know another screech about to come out yeah i pull i pull, when, when i miss i pull my i pull my staff back and then just smile and wave at it i'm like ah, please don't hit me thank you all right piron you're up is it me again yep damn all right i'm gonna give it i am fighter i have two things i can do stab and punch do it uh so i'm gonna give it a, a goal stab arena so as you go to stab with your spear, it's it now knows, and you do the same move as last time, but it it kind of narrowly ducks out of the way as you try to get it underneath the neck again. Darn! Uh, and then I'm actually going to spend a key point uh, to okay. flurry of blows. Do it. So kind of realizing he misses, he kind of tries to get two quick hits in. The first one misses, unfortunately. The second one probably doesn't, 22. So what happens is you go to stab it. It kind of reels out of the way. Uh, And as that happens, you kind of do like a jump kick where you kick with your first leg and it still twirls out of the way. And then your second kick lands straight in the side right near the beak as you kind of just wrench it as it hits the mouth and kind of spits out a little bit of green blood. Jeez. Gross. That's right, baby. Here is feeling himself now. He's got a good couple hits in there. It now looks at you all and begins to squeal as, JJ, it is now your turn. I think we need to shut that thing up. I'm going to do the same thing. Boom, do it again. Wisdom saving throw. This time, however, it does not save. It begins to hear these whispers and squeals and starts to move out of the way of you. Haha, motherfucker takes 12 points of damage. 12? Psychic. All right, yeah, you all get attacks of opportunity. Nice. I don't remember Sweet. Do I just hit the, uh, okay. hit the attack button? I'm a... Well, you're not close to it. Are you close to it? Cause... I'm close to it. I went close no, to you it. No, don't, you don't get an attack of yeah, opportunity. You're not, you're, you're not in you, melee. You're not, it was here. You're here. Oh. It's not. I thought I was you're here. You're not close enough. No. I thought no. I went right beside it. No. I'm sorry. Okay. Right. That's okay. Uh, I'm a, I'll, I'll hit the I'll button. give it a good old whack with the spear. No, I am not. But Quinn, huh. yes. Oh, so, Estrella, you go and you smack this thing with your shillelagh. And understanding that it was going to try and, you know, knock you away with the tentacle again, you actually manage to get in between the tentacle and whack it right in the side, just beyond where the tentacle can reach, as it then makes like a gurgling noise as it, it begins to reel in pain. This is one chonky boy. All right. Um, and then it looks at you, and in one last gasp, it uh, moves to here. And Estrella, you've been whooping it pretty hard, so it I've tries hit it once. To, That's unfair, uh, but okay, acceptable. Uh, it tries to grab you with its tentacles. Does a twenty hit? Yes. So as it does that, it grabs you with its tentacles, and you get wrenched across the arm a little bit as it begins to just grab and pull and you take 10 points of slashing damage damn that's I, i'm almost dead FYI. Uh, and then it turns to uh piron knowing that it's hit you and tries to hit piron with its beak does a 12 hit no so just a little bit out of range, it tries to snap at you as you kind of duck out of the way, uh, just kind of dodging where it lands as its beak hits the mouth and pulls itself back up, kicking up some of the dirt and stone underneath you. Uh, and Piron, it is now your turn. This thing is freaky. Uh, and I'm going to give, another... give another Stabarino because, unfortunately, 
for Australia. That's that's all I can do is I can stab. Okay. I cannot help. I can only stab. Ah, but a twenty-one. All right. That's Give it a to me. Little stab. I'm gonna ask this once, and then I'm going forward. I'm gonna set a precedent. Do you guys want to finish these guys off, or do you want me to describe it? Uh, I like. I think you can just describe it, but I like describing it. I think it's more fun. Yeah, I have fun with. Okay. I, I have fun so, with describing. I know it's Matt Mercer ripoff, but like whatever, it's fun. It's Piron. Cool. Finish it off then. All right. So I think Piron kind of sees this thing kind of wail on Australia a little bit, and she probably ain't looking too hot. And he's like, "Get away from her!" And I, I think he just kind of like brings his spear across it and like slashes off a tentacle but then it's just like flailing and 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 leaking profusely before it collapses with like a swift ah. like overhand double two-handed downward spear slash gotcha. cuts it open and just like that the creature falls and drops what the heck is that thing uh do any of you have proficiency in survival or I nature. I have both. Okay. Got it. All right. What do you want to roll? If you want to figure out what this thing is. Oh, sur- survival, I feel yeah. like. Sure. Okay, go ahead. So with that, you understand, you've never really seen one of these yeah, before. And you don't really know the name for it. But you've heard through, you know, tales and through your own adventures that there are things that dwell beneath the ground that prey upon those who wander into its lair. Uh, but usually they hunt in packs. And usually, they while they're strong, they're not like this. This was one chonky boyo. I'm really hurt. Um, that it, it, it slapped me on the side, and like there's a big bruise now. And like I know I guess I'm the only one that can do something about it, aren't I? I can kiss it better. Little a little peck on the cut, a little wow. band aid. That's about it. That's all I got going for me right now. I'll hold. I'll I'll hold up. Mm. I left my supplies with Tiramisu. That's fair. Um. Well, I guess I'll have to show you the thing that I do sometimes. Uh, and so. <laughs> I'm going to beast shape, but not into a beast. Uh, so uh, I use my starry form so I can turn into a chalice. And so how it works is when I when I do this kind of a chalice constellation, the flower on my head opens up kind of really lar- like larger than it ever has. And I start glowing. Uh, I start glowing way more than like I ever have. And then in, and then a kind of like a constellation of a chalice appears on my body. So, yeah, it's, like, kind of, as I do that, I kind of, like, make the shape with my hands, and then I kind of move forward. So when I'm, like, in the chalice shape, it looks like that. Like, my arms start glowing. Um, And then the other tattoo that I have, because I have the vines and then I have a tattoo of it, that also starts glowing. So both my arms are glowing in the kind of shape of a chalice. And then I say, well, here we go. And I cast Healing Word on myself, but it, it heals more than that. I get healed six but i also nice. get healed an additional 1d8 nice. so are you just glowing excessively right now uh, so like, i put out i put out 10 feet of light jeez here is just like so shooketh he's like staring at you like no way that's so cool i did really good so i get i get healed nine total points that's not bad that's some good healing how much did nice. you take again I took 10, so... Ooh. So you got most of it back. Yeah. We are not chonky. No, you are definitely not. So on that note, you now... Do you want to explore the cavern a little? Do you want to move on? I would like to check out if... the cabinets that the creature came out of. Go ahead. Uh, is that investigation or perception? Yeah. So you actually noticed they didn't actually come out of... It didn't come out from the cabinets. It came from behind the cabinets. Yeah. So I kind of want to check out like that area. Okay. So go ahead. As you open those cabinets, it seems to be mostly just mining equipment, a couple of jugs of water, 
uh, a couple of pickaxes, a couple of, you know, those things that you used to chisel small stones, those. Mm-hmm. Chisel? Yeah. Yeah, that's what those are called. And that's, yeah, that's oh, about it. It's I guess not I'm really still much... glowing. But like, I glow for, I'm good for 10 minutes in case anyone else gets hurt, by the way. I can feel Oh, them. cool. You're glowy. I want to, like, check out, like, where it came from, though, like. I figure, like, it probably, like, knocked these cabinets out of the way or something, like, to mm-hmm. come from a hole in the wall. You go to look behind those cabinets, and it just seems like stone. It seems like this thing found its way in here through other means, but they it must have come from somewhere else because it doesn't seem like there's any way in or out of this chamber except for forward or back. Well, I guess we got to go forward. And, like, running my hand along the wall, there's nothing there. Yeah, running your hand along the wall, nothing. Okay, so it must have been hiding back there, but it's unlikely it came from there. Yeah. I guess we need to go forward, then. I guess so. So what's really interesting, actually, is as you go to this passage, you can't see anything behind the door. It's a pitch black wall. I I, I glow 10 feet. I'm glowing. It's a pitch black wall. That's only slightly terrifying. Can we? Didn't didn't we? I remember hearing that we can walk through a wall at some point. At some place. I don't think don't this is that? the wall he was talking about. You sure? Uh, it's a he was talking wall. about. He was talking about a, a, a pile of stones that we this get looks to like a pile that of looked stones. like a caved-in door. That don't believe everything you see. I don't think this is the part that I I, I try to walk through it. To. I try to walk through it. Oh, good. Uh. You walk through and disappear, and the uh, Piron and JJ can no longer see you. I, uh, can they hear me? I nope. yell, I'm gone! Nothing. Well, hold on, because, Estrella, you've got... I'll do the description if and when they decide they want to go through I, or not. That's fair. I would like to poke an arrowhead through the darkness and pull it back out and see what happens. Okay. You poke an arrowhead through, and you pull it back out, and it seems like an arrowhead. It's fine. It's like, well, we're in this together, at least. And I I walk on through. And JJ, your second party member, disappears through the black wall, leaving you on your own. (laughs) Story's going one way, I'm following. And you, all three of you disappear behind the black wall. Uh, as As you pass through... Ahead of you is a chamber. The rough stone that lined the floors and wall of the previous corridor are gone. Now in place are marbled floors in almost an obsidian black. Two bronze fountains line the wall from each end of the corridor. Finally, there's a large metal door at the end of the corridor and a bronze key hanging from the wall. Also, sorry, if we wanted to be stealthy, I'm glowing 20 feet out. So just just keep that in mind. Sick. Okay. So long haul. What kind of door at the end? A metal door at the end. Metal door and a bronze key. As, JJ, you pass halfway through, there is a crash. And a large metal door slams down behind you, sealing off the exit behind. Ugh. (laughs) The usual reaction to being sealed into a creepy dungeon. I'm separated from my party, aren't I? No, all three of you are in this room. All We're just all sealed in. Okay. Okay. I'm going to take the key. So actually, as gonna... you approach the key, it looks at you and speaks. And it goes, stop! If you pick me up, I'll explode! Can I when you say explode check on that? Um, go ahead. Nope. You Six. firmly believe it's going to explode. Don't you dare um, touch if, that if you, key, if, JJ. I, I I say maybe this is the time for me to sit down on the ground. Perhaps that is a good idea. I'm going to look at the key and say, uh, if you explode, will you still work as a key? Stop! If you touch me, I'll explode! What do you mean by explode? Stop! If you touch me, I'll explode! Oh, it's a repeating. You can't answer our questions, right? Stop! I'm going to pick up the key. No! So as you go again, it goes... Really? Listen to me. I will explode. Can you answer our question? Can you answer our questions? I you touch hear nothing. It. I touch it. I'm not picking so it up. So as I'm you touching touch it, it, and I'm saying it starts to count. Do you answer our question? Oh, Ninety. 
89. Okay, let go of it. 88. And as it starts to count, the room begins to fill with water. Oh, wait, I let go of it, though. It said if you didn't it say... If and you... as you let go of it, the room still begins to fill with water as oh. the fountains start to overflow. Sorry, that was my bad. I thought if you picked um, me up... I'm going to pick up the key and put it near the uh, doorway that's blocking our way. Okay. Well, Not but... out, but inwards, further inwards. Okay. Does so the... you put it near. Does the door that like the big metal door have a keyhole have a keyhole mm-hmm. yes should we maybe uh, try getting out of this room now can i yeah you know what maybe i'll unlock uh, the door at this then point the water is about knee high okay that was quick yeah I'll, I'll i'll try using the key in the door okay do you do it yeah click and all of a sudden, the water stops rising. That was easy. And the door opens. I toss the gre- I toss the key behind us. Wait, I pick no, up what? the key. I pick the key up. Yeah. <laughs> I picked it up first. Okay, you can have a <laughs> Oh my god, that would have been incredible. Oh. Where are we? I'm not saying you necessarily need this key. I'm just you're just like, eh, found a key. Definitely won't need this again. Yeet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was useless. It was like, whatever. Okay. It's going to explode, maybe? Who knows? Let's... <laughs> There's nothing else in this room after the door. So, again, the door swings open behind, uh, in front of you, yeah. leading to a corridor yeah. that goes down the hall. Yeah. So what's beyond this doorway, now that we've just opened it? You descend into another stone cavern. Not very tall, I would say maybe 10 feet tall and 5 feet wide. You have to walk in single file. As you go... It begins to get narrower and narrower and darker and darker. And you go from having to stand to having to, you know, lean your head down and slouch. And after about a half an hour, it goes from slouching to actively having to bend over. And another half an hour passes and you go from bending over to having to crawl. And then another half hour. And from crawling, you have to go to shimmying. And just as you think there's no end to this, a stream of light comes out. And just as you get to the end of the tunnel, all of a sudden, at the, as they reach the end of the hall, a massive luscious forest appears in front of you, filled with vibrant plants and animals bounding through the trees. At the center is a massive oak, that stands before you with a pool of almost translucent blue water sitting at the foot. Yes, finally, forest again. And that's what we're going to call it, I think. Thank you for listening to this episode of Folks and Fables. If you like the show, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts or tell a friend. You can follow us on Twitter at folks underscore fables and Instagram at folks and fables, all one word. A special thanks to Talia Faulkner for our beautiful logo, to Quinn, who does all our editing and web services, and to Joey, who is selflessly signed up to deal with our shenanigans. And of course, thank you, dear listener, as this would not be possible without your support. Au revoir!